<laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Texas Podcast Massacre. Uh, I am indeed your host, Hank Rodriguez. Alongside me are the horror experts, my co-hosts, James Dean and Dirty Derek. <laughs> That's right. Dirt, dirty D. All dirty right. D done dirt cheap. Done dirt cheap. Never going to stop saying that. That's okay. Dirty, That's okay. We allow that here. Dirty D done super cold. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How y'all doing today, guys? Hey, doing uh, doing good. Doing good. Doing okay, yeah. L- literally, uh, just came back from a uh, ghost tour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big, ironically enough, our guide, mm-hmm. his name was James tonight. So... Just cool guys named James. I thought you were going to say, uh, ironically enough, listens to our podcast, but you know. We'll no, get but, there. but I'm going to get him as a listener because we're going to give him a shout out for the uh, San Antonio Sister Grimm uh, ghost tours. There we uh, go. This guy was a pretty legitimate uh, tour guide. I thought he had some really cool facts. He told some really creepy stories about uh, the great city of San Antonio. Good, um, good deal. And so it was pretty cool. He had some, uh, showed some great. Uh, you know, ghost photos. Um, you didn't really go in the buildings, uh, but you went to like the Emily Morgan Hotel right. and the uh, Search of the M. Don't ask Rang. Me. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. but I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, Search of the M Hotel, yeah. um, the Holiday Inn Express, which you would not think is a haunted hotel, but used to be a, uh, a county prison where they hung yep. people. So apparently, and if you see the pictures of the 1830s and it now, the only difference is the sign. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah. Apparently, too, I guess the uh, when they relaunched as a hotel, um, they actually, behind the counter, as, like, being too honest, had a uh, bloody noose of, like, one of the most infamous hangings behind the counter. And apparently, people are like, that's in poor taste. You should probably Whoa! take it down. <laughs> and, uh, so they I took, love you, and I'd stay there tonight. They, if took, I... they took it down. It's apparently in some sheriff office now, but, uh, but yeah. <laughs> See, to me, that's in poor taste. Yeah, I think honoring your history as a, you know a brick and mortar, uh, yeah. where you, you lay your head at night, it's like, hey, look how far we've come. I just uh, you know wanted to say the hotel that Teddy Roosevelt hangs out at, yeah. and apparently there's uh, at uh, the first hotel starts at M. Not gonna uh, the meager meager hotel. Um, there was a guy, uh, he was a colonel, and uh, we look eerily fam- like eerily similar. With well, you the, do look with, like an old with, Civil with War With the colonel. beard. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of funny. Like, I, he showed the picture, and he kind of looked at me. He's like, you should go stay in that room. Like, he'd be like, he's looking in the mirror. <laughs> the, <laughs> you might scare him. Yeah, it might scare him. Scare the ghost, actual ghost. Ghost, ghost soldier versus uh, human Derek. That's <laughs> me. Human like dirty a, Derek. Maybe that's right. Uh, he's like, I'm going to haunt you. <laughs> I'm going to do it dirt cheap. <laughs> We should write that movie, Dirty yeah. D versus the... Uh, Dirt, Dirty D versus Dirty Demon? That's right. Versus the... Yeah. Uh, what's it? Oh, I feel like, it. I feel like we could easily sell that to the Sci-Fi Channel. Just, just saying that right it, now. It, it would work. It would, yeah. it would green light and so We yeah. just have a shark in there, then we're good to go. <laughs> That's right. Oh, we just need one of the... Sharktopus, ca- two-headed shark. We just shark. need one cast member from 90210 yeah. or Melrose Place or like Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> the Goots? Sell, the Goots. This guy. <laughs> the goots. Um, and we would sell it wholeheartedly. But, uh, yes, if anybody's ever in the San Antonio area, uh, shameless plug, they're really great. Um, Sister Grimm uh, Ghost Tours. Really, uh, it, was a, it was well worth the uh, price of admission. So. Awesome. Well, uh, speaking of shout-outs, before we get into what you watched this past week, uh, these past two weeks, have we been? Yeah. It's been a while. Like a, uh, like a week. No, we recorded last oh, week. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, great. 
Um, but yeah, no, quick shout out to uh, if you are in the San Antonio area and you do like, des- you know, desserts and delicious treats, uh, you know, uh, think about uh, Baked by Blair. Uh, yes, she has a ton of baked treats at my desk. I was going to say, uh, yes. yeah, what happened to that? Well, I, I ran up here to do the podcast, so we'll I have yeah. to like swing by my desk on the way down and like gotcha. disperse them. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, so if you're actually, she's having a bake sale. Uh, a Christmas sale going on up until December 21st if you are interested in getting some treats delivered to you for the uh, holiday season. Uh, you can reach her at Instagram at bakedbyblair underscore. That's B-A-K-E-D-B-L-A-I-R. No, I did that wrong. Let me try it again. I forgot the buy. Yeah. Yeah, so it's at B-A-K-E-D-B-Y-B-L-A-I-R underscore. Blair, if you're listening, thank you so much for those treats. We love you. Just like the LGBT movement, you also overlook the buys. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's true. They, they've been marginalized. Even I, 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 I just forgot the word buy. I know. I just tried to make something out of that. I know. But now you made me seem <laughs> like, a, like a bigot. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like the poor buys um, always get. The Texas Podcast Massacre stands firmly that they are not bigots. That's right. Anyway. You know, you know you're you know you're a bigot and not a bigot when you have to tell people you're not a bigot. Well, it's never a good look. No one knows me. Anyway, That's I digress. That, I don't even know where you're to go from there. You're a good person, Tank, and not care. even remotely bigoted. Yes. Anyway, no, not at all. Stop. Okay. Good person. Okay. Hey, you know what? We're, we're all about diversity, inclusion, and love in this, in right. this podcast. Yeah. Um, Except children and animals. Look. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to make that clear. We we don't love children and animals. No, or as far as we don't love lo- loving children, are there other romantically? Well, ah. oh, now, so now we're going down a path. So okay. just like just like Frank Reynolds, you don't diddle kids. I, I don't want <laughs> like, to. That's no, right. No one's diddling kids. We don't diddle kids. Yes. You don't diddle kids. <laughs> <laughs> Only diddle grown ups. No diddle kids. That's right. All right, guys. <laughs> anyway, uh, the horror podcast. Not, That's the, right. uh, not the trash. This, this isn't to catch a predator. <laughs> Look, bring a dirty D, and where is it going to go? That's, you know what? This always happens when we record late. It goes down the rabbit hole. They talk about kid diddling. And the, yeah, it's the, funny. We were waiting on you, and I, 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 I felt like I came in here, and I felt like I was talking quietly to you. Yeah. And I was just like, blah, blah, blah. then we get in here. Anyway. Like, all, then, all bets are off. So yeah. what did we watch this weekend? Uh, <laughs> you want to go first, Derek? Or? Uh, you can go first, because I'm trying to think of what I did watch this week. So, so I watched two th- I watched a lot this week. I actually just was on the rampage of watching a... Just rant like old, uh, like I watched a lot of the Gamma movies. I watched a bunch of Hammer Horror. I was just okay. kind of going up back and forth. But two movies because they're sort of uh, more contemporary films. I wanted to talk about because I've heard a lot about both of these <coughs> movies. The first one is uh, this movie, The Headhunter. Okay. Uh, which is actually created by the guy that did Thanksgiving. Shut. Which up. I did not know, wow. and you would not know if you. The only thing that. They're relatable is that they have zero budget. But, um, so the Headhunter, it's just a very, very low budget movie about this, you know, ambiguous, like, warrior, barbarian y kind of dude, some sort of medieval y guy. Basically, a medieval ass kicker, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, whose um, child was killed by this, uh, this uh, thing called the Head. Um, which they don't even say that. The only reason you know that is if you watch the credits. But um, uh, this basically his son was killed by this monster. So this dude is now just going, all he lives for is f- 
cutting the heads off monsters until he finds the one that killed his son. And, like, his whole wall, there is a whole wall in his cabin that's literally just the head of monsters on pikes. Um, but it's, like, the, the main actor, there's, not, there's almost no dialogue. Um, it's a very small movie. Like, there's only a few, like, external scenes in this cabin. But it's just a 80-minute movie about this guy. Oh, wow. Uh, 75, 80-minute movie uh, trying to find this monster. And then I won't spoil the ending for it. The ending, it has a very, like, uh, you know, memorable ending. Um, but it was really well done. For You can tell it was done on no budget, but I thought the guy who plays the, the, the headhunter, um, he had a lot of screen presence. He looked very authentically like this badass monster hunter, uh, medieval monster hunter. Um, the, the makeup slash special effects, which, as you can see, probably where they spent their budget, was impressive for a no-budget film. And I thought it was really cool. I thought it had a lot of atmosphere. Um, it's very much a film that's divided its audiences strongly between people that love it and then people who hate it. Mm. It's attractive to say it was boring and there's not enough fighting or nothing really happens. Um, and there's like a lot of it is off screen. But I think for a film that had no budget, they did a phenomenal job of still making an atmospheric, effective movie with no budget. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really good. It does have a lot of people that are fans. Um, again, it's weird that it was from the guy that did yeah, I, killing. So I, I read about the headhunter like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like bloody disgusting. Had a mm-hmm. whole article on it, and I was like, that sounds like a pretty kick-ass movie. Yeah. Um, so it really is surprising for you to say that it, it's from the guy that did yeah. killing. However, the lack of dialogue makes perfect sense if you've ever watched Thanks Killing. And yeah, no, how like, that guy not, not his strong suit. Yeah. <laughs> his dialogue is harder to close than John Benet Ramsey's. Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> um, so um, I feel like that's appropriate. So, like, take away the pro- probably pretty preposterous dialogue and then. It definitely, then, you know what it felt like? It felt like a film, like a, either like a short film or a student film that somebody would make and then. Get that would get him like a bigger, you know, like uh, yeah. Hollywood film, um, but in the best possible way. Yeah. But it is a, it, yeah, it is. It's an atmospheric movie. It's, it, you know, if you're looking for, you know, Hellboy where it's lots of uh, special effects and digital effects and the dude cutting that. It's you're not going to get that per se, but uh, it's good though. I, I really enjoyed it. The second movie though I saw was Ready or Not. Oh, good. All right, now that was on my list. I, I bought it. Um, as part of the uh, the Black Friday deal uh, for Thanksgiving, what so did, what did you think? Um, I I expected to thoroughly dislike it because it's one of those movies right. that, like, yeah, like it's like uh, I think I expected to honestly, if I'm being truly honest, I think yeah. I expected to hate it because I'm a hater at the heart and sort of <laughs> contrarian. So if I you're, hate, you're bougie horror. Yeah, haters gonna hate, buddy. But it haters was gonna hate. It was really clever, <laughs> and um, you know, it kept doing things. I was like, see if this movie was realistic, this would happen, and then they would do that thing. I was like, oh, interesting. Um, you know, they did what I was like they never do, and like she, but um, but it was there was so much in uniqueness and cleverness to the film, and then I almost called her imaging. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, uh, Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving is like she's. I, I, I kind of like to call her uh, poor man's. Um, Charlie Theron. No, no. Uh, the, she's all the rage right now. Uh, Harley Quinn. Oh yeah, 
Uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah, Margot Robbie. She seems like poor man's Margot Robbie, but not as an insult. I'm just saying, like, she yeah. reminds me of her. But she was really, really charismatic and likable in the scene. Um, the the family was all really good. Um, oh, yeah. I love the ending. The ending I, was awesome. I it, thought the ending is exactly what I was hoping it would be. Um, even the last line. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. I went yeah. in going like, oh, this movie, I'm going to really... Yeah. And I will be honest, for the first like 30 minutes, I was like, oh, come on, this movie's fucking stupid. I just wish. But the more it kept going on, it kept winning me over. I just, I, I just don't understand, not even that I wish. I just, I just don't understand why the, the fiancé wouldn't tell. So, his, his... We, we talked about this, though, but I think, without giving it away, I think there were certain rules that like they didn't fully explain, but I think there were certain rules that he had to do things a certain way. Are you talking about like, why he didn't tell her? Yeah. yeah. Beforehand? Because exactly, they I, they actually say it in the movie, and I thought it was a pretty believable answer. What was Cause, it? Because if he told her, one, she wouldn't believe him, and two, if she did believe him, she'd leave. Yeah. And he didn't he didn't want her to leave. He wanted to keep her. Like He still loved her. I, he made a comment, like, somewhere in the movie, he's like, you know, if I, if I told you we didn't get married, we would get killed. Yeah. If we got married... And like we just ran off, we would get killed. killed. Like you draw the card, and we get killed. Yeah. So I think there's also like maybe some underwritten rules that are like um, they didn't kind of describe in a lot of detail that were like if you do X, Y, and Z to try to like get your way out of the devil's deal, very similar <laughs> to any like devil bargain, right? You're you're it's kind not of, an avoided now. Yeah. The, the worst consequences. You're, you're kind of screwed. Yeah. Two things I really liked about that movie I, I mentioned before in like one of the earlier podcasts was. Um, I love that it sets it up in a way to explain like how, like other families because yes. like, that's what I thought was kind of cool. Is like the the gaming piece was just like a caveat to that particular family. Like so, I was like, it would be really cool to like what is like somebody who's like major like profit is hunting, yeah, or like sports, yeah. like is he like gladiator style? Like yeah. I just thought it was kind of kind of cool to think of like what other it was uh, open ended to another one. Yeah. Oh, my my favorite thing, honestly, though, especially at the ending, my favorite thing is that they didn't fucking bother to be like, oh, and it's a demon. No, it's just a fucking, there's this thing, this weird old uh, yeah. thing, curse or whatever, yeah. presence. Even the little, like, the last shot when the fire and the, do you see the dude in the chair? Or uh, <laughs> I, I thought that was, you know, and, like, the other part that I thought was really awesome was, like, I, the way that it ended, like, I didn't think, to your point, it was going to end that way. Yeah. yeah. Like, I thought for sure... Like, time runs out, they're going to be like, what is the whole fucking hoax the whole time? And then everybody looks like an asshole, and then they just still try to, like, be murderous anyways. But just, I, uh, the whole scene with the, gra- like, the on tries to get her, like, oh, you were right. <laughs> like, people running around, the music starts playing, which is, like, such a catchy tune. Yeah. Like, run and hide, run and hide, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, it was just thoroughly, and I just think, like, she just got her ass kicked. Like, so, like, she deserve to kind of walk away from yeah. it at the end when, of the she when, won she truly won the game yeah. um when the, her boyfriend or her fiance i mean spoiler alert but when her boyfriend yeah. should we even say this yeah, yeah. Oh, spoiler right? yeah, hey spoiler skip, hey, skip, fast, skip fast about two minutes yes yeah, we'll skip about 30 <laughs> seconds but two minutes when the fiance explodes in her face and like she's like like got his blood in her mouth or whatever just the look on her face is so not even like disgusted she's yeah. just like i'm fucking over this shit yeah <laughs> like, it's like, like yeah she's like i want it i want 
a divorce. Yeah. Like, she's like, he's like, baby, no, I'm good. I'm saved. You saved me. You made me a better person. She's like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> she's like, give the Kevin Bacon, like, yeah. fuck, fuck you. you. I've been using that more and more yeah. lately. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's more yeah. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. There's a, yeah, we'll talk about one. The, the picks, new Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Oh, man. No. Yeah. I mean, I hope, but. That's I, the rumor. I, I see. I heard rumors that Robert Englund was coming back. He wants to. He said he's 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 not a. What's he doing? Wait, wait, what's he doing? Plus, he's finally at an age where like the makeup. Wouldn't be that hard. Need the makeup. that's that's a whole separate discussion about like trolls online being like. I, I was reading this whole forum, one of the horror forums that I'm I'm in online. They're like he's he's too old, and I'm like. Nick Castle's in his fucking seventies and just did the Halloween remake. Mm-hmm. He still had it. Fucking Sid Haig, per, barring his health, yeah. fucking had it in his eighties. Yeah. Like Dick Miller, for Christ's sakes, was like rocking horror movies and stuff uh, in his eighties. Like uh, Candyman's coming back. Yeah. Plus, he doesn't even need yeah. to do any. No, it's under prosthetics. Yeah, just, he's not doing he'll any do stunts. The, yeah, he'll just do the talking parts. Yeah, the parts that we give a shit I'm about. Like, it's fucking bullshit. They're like, well, people idols can't live forever. Like, no, but when they fucking die. That's when we do. Yeah. That's when we, yeah. you know, I'm like. I mean, I'm definitely, I, yeah. if they said tomorrow, like, hey, Kevin Bacon's the new. Yeah. I'd be like, cool, let's I'd do okay it. With it. I yeah. mean, you know, like. It's got to be better I, than the remake. That's all I got to yeah. say. Like, that's. Which is, I yeah. feel bad because it's, everybody goes like, Jackie or, Jackie or Haley. I thought he actually did a pretty no, good job. No, it wasn't job. him. Like, just the shitty, everything else. Yeah. Like, I'm, poor dude just did what he was uh, told. Oh, you're fine. Okay. Anyways. He does the whole show. What? No, I like, I just like touch my chest, like, oh, yeah. slap yeah. the mic. Um, but yeah, so but yeah. did you ever see anything cool this week? Uh, yes, well, I did. I watched uh, Ready or Not, which I've seen a bunch of times before. Um, and then, because I, I bought a bunch of, like, uh, bought a bunch of uh, digital. Digital. Um, for they, they, they had a really uh, great deal. I, I watched, actually, weirdly enough, like more action movies this week. Um, I, I bought, uh, for the other podcast, I bought Cobra, so I watched that in, like, <laughs> thorough, <laughs> thorough yes. detail. Um, the real best Christmas movie. And, uh, yeah, and I uh, watched, um, I was watching last night, I was watching The Rock. I know over none, none of this is horror-related, but um, I was watching The Rock with Nicholas <sighs> Cage. Um, you know, weird fact, I've never seen it once the whole way through. Really? I've seen the beginning, I've seen the middle, I've seen the end in different right. sittings, but never sat down um, this whole thing. Sean Connery just makes that movie yeah. more than anything. Oh, yeah. That's a good. That they'd yeah. be a good. They, they would be a good buddy cop. They were. <laughs> they, just, they, they, they were like great in that movie. Just like my favorite scene in that whole movie. As a side note, is where he's like, he's like, losers always talk about like almost making it, and winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> and then and then uh, he's like, Marla was the prom queen. <laughs> and then like, goes, yeah, that's that's my favorite line from the movie. Um, that was a good Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was a really good I spot on that. Um, yeah, so I really. Um, there is a movie that I watched that's actually on my list that I actually really liked enough that I, I put it on here. Um, so that's... All right, well, why don't okay. we start there? We'll start yeah. with your list. All right, so start with my list. So the, the one movie that I did watch... Oh, wait. Uh, so what we're doing, uh, we're doing uh, top five Christmas horror movies. Holiday-themed horror movies. Oh, yes. oh, oh sorry. Hol- holiday horror. What? Um, Hey, we're being PC about it? Okay, cool. Well, no, 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 because no, we're because, not just in yeah. just Christmas. I gotcha. Jesus, there's... Well, yeah, Jesus is part of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the reason for the season, which isn't that's, even true. Anyways. That's right. Uh, best best thing I saw online this weekend is uh, somebody says it was like a quote from like uh, t- 
Tumblr or something like that or uh, BuzzFeed, and it was like, Jesus is a chicken wing, and somebody's like explaining, it's like because he's tender and mild. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the best thing, the best, the best holiday analogy I've heard that's all year. Awesome. So my number five on my list, um, I added in um, because I just watched it. Was the new uh, Hulu Into the Dark a nasty piece of work? I wanted to see that. That's one of the all the masks or whatever. I'm yeah. Talking about. So yeah. Um, it it was actually a really good movie. Um, it reminded me a lot of in the vein of, um, I don't know if you've seen the movie, um, Would You Rather? Oh, or, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, which I yeah, really liked. Yeah, um, so it's kind of in that vein, but also has like a Scrooged vibe. Julian Sands, uh, oh. the original Warlock, yep. um, and Malfoy. Boxing and, Helena. Yeah, um, just a great actor, much older in this uh, in this movie. So you're like kind of like, it took, t- took me a while to realize like that was him. Um, I just watched something recently, too, with it. He was also in as an older man. I was like, oh, Julian Sands didn't disappear. Good. Yeah, no, he didn't. He just has a, has a much different, like, I always picture him in the Warlock days with, like, the long blonde hair yeah. and, like, pretty pretty rippled physique. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's more, like, reminds me of a, uh, like, British Bill Nye kind of. Okay. Kind of look. Um, now, so, but he, he was really good. Um, he plays a, a thorough corporate asshole. Um, two guys vying for this corporate position um, in this like exclusive like California like hedge fund company, and the other guy's like total asshole. And there's just like these series of like um, I don't know if you've seen the other movie uh, called like Cheap Thrills. Um, yes. As well. Yes. Yeah. So it's very similar to that. Like, what would you do to like take it up a notch? And they're just like really just setting these guys up, and they just do the most fucked up things to these guys. Um, yeah, I don't even want to go into. Mich- is it an app? Is it an app movie? Um, is is it an app? Yeah, like where they tell them what to do on the phone or whatever. No, no, no. Or? They're in person. So basically, oh, okay. the like the whole premise is, is that this company and uh, they're he's waiting for his boss to like give out the Christmas bonuses, and the boss says like, hard year, hard choices. We're eliminating all executive bonuses. And on top of that, we can't do something that we're not willing to ask you to do as well. So we're eliminating all bonuses this year. So this guy is like just at his wits end. He's like waiting for this bonus, strapped for cash. Like, like his wife. He's is gonna like, put in the pool before Christmas. Yeah, get, so it does kind of remind me a little bit. Like he's like he was like for the and it even made a nod to it because they're like somebody suggested signing up for the Jam of the Month Club. And, See? Uh, so go. I was like, this is great Christmas vacation stuff too. I like that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so the boss says, well, like, hey, look, we eliminated all these salaries. There's actually going to be this something, uh, this executive program that we're going to offer, and only one person's going to get it. You come to the house for dinner. She tells his wife to, like, kind of get, you know, um, come along. And, you know, the other guy who's kind of the asshole in the office and, like, the, the corporate butt kisser uh, also comes with, like, his, like, trophy wife um, as well. And so it's like these two guys kind of pitted against each other to see, like, uh, what would happen. And it's just, like, pitting the guys against their wives, the wives against the guys, like, the husband and wife against each other. On top of doing this, it's just all this other fucked up stuff that they do. Uh, but the ending was great. Um, the the mask kind of come into play at the very end. Um, but it's had, like, a whole bunch of nods from other movies. But it was just it was a great... Um, What's it called again? It's called uh, a nasty piece of work. A nasty piece of work. Yeah, yeah. 
So I actually put it as my number five because I thought I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. That's cool. That's uh, probably one of my uh, my favorite Into the Dark so far. That's good, yeah, um, which either, either really hit or, or really, really missed. Miss. Yeah, so. yeah, so this one was a really good one, though. Um, definitely check it out. Good deal. So, You're number five, sir. Okay, so this is going to come with, once again, a little little, caveat, <laughs> little pre pre-speech. Uh, so... This was a hard because one, I I was expecting Derek, some movies to be in Derek's list that are like, which I don't know. I was trying to balance that thing of not copying movies that I expected him to review and vice versa. But there's also really there's a ton of holiday horror movies and most of them are shit, <laughs> shit yes. films. But yes, there's but there's like a handful of great ones, or really memorable ones. But what I tried to do was pick five that like I think don't. Maybe always pop up, and or maybe people haven't seen, but well, I'll, let me. I'll go into my first, and we'll we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. I don't want to be be too long winded about this. So the, my first one, which is probably one of the most well known movies on this list, is Christmas Evil, um, which I had just actually re- rewatched, and I'd forgotten that in my head it was more gory. It was like more of like a gory. You know, slasher movie, but there really isn't that much violence in this movie. It's more of like a, the story of a dude who's kind of losing his, who has lost his mind and is like really falling down the rabbit hole. But um, my favorite thing about the movie is that so the story is this, this guy named Harry when he was a kid he basically saw um, how do I say this? Uh, his basically his mom was sitting on Santa's face. <laughs> Uh, and it kind of fucked him up a little bit. Like he saw Santa go, going down to his mom, and um, which made him weirdly obsessed with Christmas. Which not where you usually would go with that. I saw Thomas. mommy kissing Santa Claus, <clears throat> not on his face, yeah, on her vajayjay. Um This is what this is what your wife was talking about, James. Exactly. Um, is that hey, dude I didn't write the movie? Is that dude humorous? But yeah, so he was uh, so he was traumatized by that, um, but. As he, they show him as an adult, and he's a toy. He works for this toy company, and he's just obsessed with Christmas. He's also obsessed with watching the neighborhood kids and writing down what they do and if they're naughty or nice. And he's basically the whole movie. He's obsessed. He's trying to bring Christmas cheer. The Catcher Predator vibe, right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. real creepy. And he's sort of brought it up. And so my <laughs> favorite. He's actually the best thing about the movie is the character Harry. Um, it's a great performance. He's so genuinely creepy and weird. Uh, played by Brandon Maggart, who is actually Fiona Apple's dad. Really? Interestingly wow. enough. Yeah. Hey. Um, it's but the whole criminal song where it came from. That's right. Because his dad's stabbing dudes in the eyes with uh, <laughs> letter openers. Um, but yeah, so it's just it's this dude on Christmas, uh, Christmas night. And it's random and weird. The last shot of the movie, um, he basically he's being chased by like an angry mob the, after a series of things. And... You see his van, like fl- like drives off a pier, and his van he has this big white van with like um, the like a Santa sleigh and reindeer pan on the side. But the last shot of the movie, which is really apropos of nothing for the rest of this movie, doesn't make sense. But you see the van drive off the pier, but it just continues driving and then starts going up in the oh my in the God. air, and then ah! you it see g- it going towards the moon, and you see he's like <laughs> it greased it. it yeah, like, <laughs> the grease ending. I was gonna say. But there's only a few things of killing. Mainly it's a character study of him losing his mind. Um, it is much more like Maniac. 
than it is like Friday Thirteenth or something. About that it's, him, him yeah, John Travolta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like all happy. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he really is Santa Claus. Santa Claus. So Santa, Santa, Santa Christ. <laughs> maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's definitely you know it's not. You know, it's not Black Christmas. It's not Silent Night, Deadly Night. It's more of a character study. But I really liked it. I, again, it's got enough interesting pieces. Like, um, he kind of goes back and forth, like, between really trying to be a good person and, like, kind of losing his mind a little bit. But um, definitely, you know, for, like, a classic horror uh, Christmas movie, I think it's a right. must-have. Yeah. Very cool. That's yeah. a good one. I'll have to check that out. Numero cuatro. Numero cuatro for me I is uh, Better Watch Out. I don't know if you've seen that yet. Um, it what is, year? Uh, twenty sixteen, maybe. Okay. Um, fairly, fairly recent movie. Um, yeah, twenty sixteen. Um, it is like a uh, a very fucked up modern version of Home Alone. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, so, I haven't seen it. Um, that's exactly the way it's portrayed to be. Like that's what I thought it was going into. Is basically this young kid and his attractive babysitter who he has clearly has a crush on defending the house against uh like would-be intruders oh i did see this actually yeah um, i did see this um and surprise spoiler alert, um there are no would-be intruders it is, is him staging the whole thing the whole time yep. um to make his basically his plan goes south so quickly he's a little sociopath yeah and now just ewing it to get the girl to fall in love yep, with him. Yep. Um, invites his friend over as like a fucking scapegoat. Yep. Um, yeah, it was like the kid's a nutbag. Was um, it a Netflix original? No, I don't think so. I think it. I think it was very limited released mm-hmm. um, and went like strictly. I don't remember it coming. But out yeah, of he's theater. A, he's a little sociopath. Like yeah, he's yeah. like yeah. I mean, very much like Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. He was a little sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> a little sociopath. And, um, yeah, it just, just wreaks havoc, and it's all pretend. Um, so I thought it was kind of a cool twist, because they, they really did advertise as, like, the horror Home Alone. Yeah. Um, which, if you ever watch that movie, is just, having rewatched it recently, is, like, pretty traumatic anyway. Yeah. Anyways, like, that could also be a holiday horror. Um, maybe, like, the, Have you seen the, the trailer recut as a horror movie? It's amazing. Uh, yes, with all the actual graphic. Yeah. Like, yeah, best part of YouTube. Um, just what the guys look like if they were really to get injured. Uh, I walked in a scene the other day and the guy was getting a staple gun to the, the, the crotch, and I was like, oh, man, that's just something not right with that boy. <laughs> but, like, Hank Hill. Crazy. Something, something not right with that boy. Well, they actually um, did a thing. I don't know if you uh, were – did you see the thing that, that posits that Jigsaw is Kevin McAllister growing up? Yes. Yeah. I did see that. Oh, my God. I think the age timeline would be hard to prove, but... Uh, yeah, well, I mean... He did not age well. The, the premise is... Well, yeah, yeah. he didn't. So. Meth, meth is a hell of a drug. But, uh, hey, never did say... Well, he he looks a... fine now. He does, but he looked shitty for a second. But. He was in that pizza... He was in that experimental band. The the Velvet Goldmine... The yeah. Velvet Underground Pizza Band? Yes. What was it called? The, the Pizza Experience or something like that. Or like, I don't know, but yeah. Uh, any, anyways. anyways. Uh, but, yes, better watch out... I thought it was a really good movie. Uh, I did very much like what you did with this list and tried to not pick the cliche. Yeah, um, we ones that we're gonna fall. On watch Black list. Christmas. Uh, yeah. Watch Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, there's yeah. yeah. I'm not saying one of them probably didn't end up on my list because I, I would feel like probably wouldn't be a holiday list if I didn't put one of them on there. Yeah. But I very much tried to stay away from um, 
like the kind of cliche. The one, my biggest thing is again, there's just so many shitty ones. And the one thing was, was yeah. this movie suffers from movies on my list suffer from is the super generic. Let's use the name of a Christmas song, the line of a Christmas song, like the most generic goddamn. And they like they none of them are like Christmas Evil is clever. It's a plan words. Uh, there was Silent Night, Bloody Night, Silent Night. Uh, Silent Night, Bloody Night, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and then there was a third... Black Christmas was actually called something else originally. It was Silent Night... So, oh, fuck it, who knows? But there's a lot of those. But a lot of them are like, you know, tis the season, and like, just some bullshit, like, anyways, but... <laughs> so my number four uh, is... Which is not a Christmas movie, but it is a holiday movie. Okay. Is a 1980s New Year's Evil. God damn it, it's on my list. Dang it! <laughs> and it is it is literally, it's my next one. Oh. No, I'm sorry, it's my second one. Well, you know what? I did something, I actually did something for this exact reason. Okay. I put extras on here. Okay. No, keep it. No, are you sure? Yeah, keep it. Okay. I'd like to hear your take on it. This is probably I, my favorite movie on my I, list. I, I almost, I'll tell you, when we get to mine, I'll tell you what I was going to put it on there. Mm -hmm. as I had an extra two, but. Okay. So, this is probably my favorite movie on here. This is the movie, like, the one movie I really grew up with. Um, first, it's the only real, like, New Year's Eve yes. horror movie. Um, it's really weird, super dated, but I liked what I like about it. Uh, basically, there's this um, New Year's Eve show, like, radio, like, music. Kind of like MTV slash uh, Solid Gold, but, like, a call-in show on New Year's Eve. Like, what's your favorite song of the year? And then they play this song. But... But it's also like a punk rock, even though the bands playing aren't punk rock. They look punk rock, and the audience is super punk rock. But the bands are like like, like neo. They're like, like fucking like blues electro, bands. Yeah, yeah, it's like kind of goofy. <laughs> um, it's really before the transition from punk to new wave. But like, where they're still calling it punk, but it's sort of tinging into yeah. new wave or, or super early eighties. But the story is that there's this guy who's he calls the place and he basically wants to I think his plan is that he wants to kill somebody at each each like time zone when it turns to New Year he kills somebody at midnight that's oh, his whole plan Don't, gotcha. doesn't make a lick of fucking sense um, but so he, he calls the show and there's this lady this like she's like the host of it she's like a celebrity actress -y kind of person anyways and he's like he calls and threatens her and like I'm gonna kill and, and it's the goofiest shit um, meanwhile, they show her... My favorite thing of the whole movie is the sun, which I'll get back to. But anyways, you see this <laughs> dude... It throws all the conventional things about like uh, these like slasher films like, out of the water. You see the killer. like You see his face. He like has disguises and shit. At one point, he looks like the most 70s porn star ever with his like, creepy like, little cocaine mustache. And, um, but he's basically trying to go around killing people. like you know. And then they keep showing the, the, all like the... the, the like, kids at the, 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 all the punk rock people at the club. But my favorite thing about the whole movie is, first off, it's got the dumbest twist ending, which is, do you want me to? Yeah, spoil it. So it's her fucking husband. The whole time. Yeah, and uh, he's, his last one he wants to kill is his wife. Meanwhile, her son is the creepiest motherfucker in movie history. Total red herring. Yeah. Like, you think it's him the whole time. Like, how's it not yeah. you? And, like, the kid, like, one point, like, he's putting on, like, her panties or whatever, like, her stocking. <laughs> That's like, the creepiest. Yeah, he, yeah. like, switches his nose down. It's like, yeah. oh. He's got, like, a knife and shit. And he's, like, total. And then he even says, like, <laughs> they make so many foreshadows that it's his father who's the killer. Like, he's like, oh, I'd run crazy runs in the family or whatever. They have this, like, line where you're like, oh. 
But yeah, it turns out to be the fucking the, the husband, and then he is trying to kill her, and he like straps her to a like the bottom of a of a um, a, uh, uh, it's a ball elevator. Right? Or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he wears this mask only at the end. Only at the end of the movie, he wears this weird little sort of like Richard Nixony kind of mask. Kind of, yeah. Kind of looks like Richard, like a cartoony Richard Nixony kind of dude. Gotcha. But dude, movie makes no sense. But it's it's a lot of fun. Like you said, the concept is so silly. Like it's, I mean, at least it's actually a holiday movie that the the holiday is important. That's the one thing I I take away from it. A lot of movies they take place on holiday, but the fucking holiday is really. It's just a, it's a gimmick thing. This is like, at least it's integrated the thing. He's obsessed with uh, killing somebody on the, the dawn of each new year in each time zone, which is a fucking really goofy thing, but at least it works. But yeah. the cast is like, like they're all like kind of shitty actors, uh, but works. Uh, like I said, the kid, the son, though, is he genuinely creeps me out. The whole movie, and he's like this good-looking kid, but the further movie that goes, he's a fucking, and the, you know, yeah. the little ending, which they basically set up to have a sequel, but there was no sequel. Never any sequel, because that guy was, like, far too fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah. To, uh, they should do a sequel. I just want to see what that guy looks like. Now he's probably fucking Gary Busey. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Oh super crazy. Um, so my number, Trace, my three, um, is Child's Play. Oh, So, yeah. I put it on there for two reasons. Number one, I don't think many people view it as like a holiday movie, but it does take place at Christmas time. Yeah, that does. And then I was like, to your point, like, did it gloss over the idea of being Christmas? I don't think so because I think that was the driving factor, like behind why he got her desire to get the good guy, Troy. Right? Like, so it's just taking back to like um, I was just having this conversation like with my family last week about how crazy. You know, before online shopping, like before any of that stuff, when people actually had to go to the stores on like Christmas, like Christmas and Black Friday, how crazy people got like and go get that Cabbage Patch, get kid. that fucking yeah. Cabbage Patch kid. I, I remember I, I was telling my kids, I'm like, when I was in high school, I worked at a Walmart. Like on Black Friday, I saw these two ladies just beating the shit out of each other for a fucking tickle me Elmo. <laughs> like yeah, I remember that. Yeah, tickle, tickle me Elmo. Like I'm all the like, the, the, the purest form of entertainment ever is like yeah so it's an it's a toy that wants to tickle you and you're just punching this woman in the face and like pulling her weave out uh to get a tickle me elmo so i was like you know what like people get crazy this time of year so i was like this is kind of like and i happen to just be watching child's play and i'm like you know what like i'm gonna put this on my list you know really it's feel funny like because it's, I, don't, I never hear of it as that but it's and it even the conceit of it the consumerism she's got to buy this thing because it's Christmas and you're yeah, the back alley like yeah it's, which is based off, off of the whole the time of the cabbage patch yeah. thing and like that's a fuck why does that yeah. never it, has, it just never resonates I think it's so much about the doll and then also and, and because about, it's had so many sequels that had nothing to do with yeah, Christmas yeah. but the first one is definitely yeah, a Christmas yeah, movie yeah first one and I was like you know, this truly is like a, a legitimate Christmas movie like a Christmas horror yeah um, it's just, I think, just uh, the fact that Chucky, especially now, is so iconic and it was so creepy for its time. I think that's like totally overshadowed by the, uh, by just the, the terror of that doll. But it's like, you know, this is hard, hardworking single mom at Christmas trying to get her kid this toy. And the toy just ends up, you know, being totally fucked up. But um, yeah, I was like, you know, I'm going to put this on as a Christmas movie. Oh, sure. Um, because I feel it meets all the criteria that I was looking at for, for a holiday movie. So. That's that's my number three. That's a good number three. Yeah, that's good. And, and, and it's the first time that I've heard about it as a Christmas yeah. movie, and it makes so much fun. I mean, fucking sense. people talk about Die Hard being a Christmas movie, but ah, 
which it is. I mean, it yeah. takes place at Christmas, but that, that's, yeah. that's like Christmas is actually important to the plot of that yeah. movie. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be the same without. I mean, I guess you could do like you could. I know, like I know birthday, the, the right? remake they did. It was his birth. It was like I think it was his birthday or something. Yeah, like that, maybe. But uh, yeah. All right. So my Next. number three is a movie called "To All a Good Night," 1980. <laughs> uh, it was actually David Hess's directorial debut. Hmm. Um, Movie is interesting for a few reasons. Number one, uh, it takes place before a ton of, like it was, it was made before a ton of these movies were made. Um, so the the conceit is there's this before Black Christmas, or no, it was, this was after Black Christmas, but well, I'll get to that in a second. Um, so <laughs> basically, you see like two, it's like you see a, like this like a little prologue which happened two years before at this sorority. All these kids are partying or whatever, and this girl gets knocked off the balcony and gets killed in her sor- off her, like the balcony of her sorority house. So, cut two years later, and you see these three girls, and they're having a they're having boys over to their thing, and while they're like basically in their sorority house, um, these you think it's one, it turns out to be two killer Santas, trap them in the house, and they're hunting and killing them. Nice. Um, what it turns out to be is so the re- reveal. The movie is. Literally, there's no plot. I mean, that's the plot. You see these these young sorority kids are trying to get away from these these killer Santa, which again turns out to be two. Um, but what's interesting is this is why I find the movie fascinating. One, it was about serial like killer Santas, you know, 1980. But number one, the ter- killer turns out to be the mom and the dad. Holy shit! So the first reveal is the mom. She's like the first killer, and but then you find out there's a second one who's like. They unmask and it turns out to be the police detective who they show for like five minutes in the movie. Um, you're like, oh my god, it's the, the police detective, and then you find out it's the mom's husband. They're the parents, are, and they're killing these kids just because they're sorority sisters of the same sorority. They just start deciding they've both gone mad and they start killing them. But what's funny is, um, first off, the mother's the killer. They're it's a revenge killer for their 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 daughter who was you know killed. Um, there's a dude named Cra- well, he's not called Crazy Ralph, but he is a Crazy Ralph, <laughs> and they um, basically they Crazy Ralph knockoff. So they basically there's a, a theory out there because um, uh, blanking on all of a sudden his name, Sean Cunningham, was friends with David Hess. He was friends with Wes Craven, and all, there's all these plot points that they say like he borrowed for the first Friday the uh, Thirteenth. Uh, um, now, is it a good movie? Eh, it's like a, it's another early '80s, like super, like late '70s, early '80s proto slasher. Um, the, a lot of the killing is takes place off screen, or you don't really see anything. It's not, like especially because people put David Hess and they think, oh shit, Last House on the Left, uh, House of the Park. Like you think, like this movie's gonna be like right. gnarly. No, it's pretty tame. Um, the, the performances are all pretty tepid and stuff, but like I said, as an, as like an artifact, it's pretty interesting. Um, but again, like I, I, it's a good like you know it's like very atmospheric. The it's the there's pacing problems, but like when their kids are trapped in the house, they use a lot of cool like David Hess was like he used like a lot of the holiday stuff to like be creepy instead of holiday, which I thought was interesting. But um, it's just an interesting little movie, like an often overlooked one, um, and again, it predates. The majority of these, like, more well-known, like, killer Santa movies. Gotcha. So, yeah. All right. That's a legitimate movie. Yeah. So, my number two is is New Year's Evil. There are two honorable mentions that nearly made my list, but 
I think we're trumped by this movie. Um, I'll explain why. Uh, one was Rare Exports, uh, which is a good movie. It is. I I don't know if I, I really have a hard time like class like truly classifying it as horror. horror. Yeah. Um, I think it's creepy and it's weird. Yeah. And it's, it, it's definitely strange enough for a holiday movie. Um, but I, I don't know if I could truly classify it as a horror movie. So I was like, I would, I'm on the exact same page. Take, I'm going to take it off the list. The other, <laughs> the other one, just for sheer fucking ridiculousness, and because it would tie into the wrestling show, would be Santa Slay. I almost put it um, on here. <laughs> just because of Gold, Goldberg. Goldberg. The idea of like Santa like only being nice because of this bet. Yeah. And then like. The basically the the it's all bets are off, yeah. and uh, and then he just goes and he just starts fucking killing everybody. Um, it's great. I mean, Goldberg actually makes a pretty legitimate Santa. Yeah. It scared the shit out of me, um, and, and it has some pretty decent actors in it as well. Yeah, the thing I is, I mean, it's uh, yeah, I think it's got like James Conn in it, it's Chris yeah. Kattan, yeah. and Rebecca Gayhart, and yep. uh, yeah, Emily DeRavens. and Goldberg. Yeah, and Goldberg. So it's got a pretty legit... William for, Goldberg. For, for such a fucking crazy movie, it's got actually a pretty legit cast yeah. um, in it. But I think New Year's Evil kind of trumped all that for, for a couple reasons. Number one, to your point, there's very few, and I would say very rare, like New Year's Eve movies. Um, at least ones that are truly like you could identify as a New Year's Eve movie. Some can take place like around New Year's Eve. Um Around that time, like whether or not, I, I was thinking in the back of my mind whether or not uh, Jason Takes Manhattan took place on New Year's Eve. I think it did. I think it did. I think it really did. Uh, because I thought they were on a New Year's, like. Yeah. But then I was like, is, is it is New it, Year's Eve or graduation? Like, I couldn't I remember. thought it was graduation. It's a graduation uh, trip, isn't it? Because when they go to the city, it's not winter. Like, I, no, it's not. So that's why I paused. I didn't want to watch it to, to determine whether or not it was right, but. I, th- I thought there was a ball drop scene in New Year's Eve. But, uh, I mean, um, I'm pretty sure it's their graduation thing. Yeah. So I was like, all right, that's off the table. But, yeah, there weren't very many that I could think of. And I think like New Year's Eve is a like pretty overlooked like holiday for horror. So I'm like, but it, actually what really prompted it for me was recognizing that there are more horror movies that come out in January and February than there are horror movies that come out in October, October. anymore. Yeah. Um, the first quarter of any new year is always horror related now. It's What's the that? best time to drop horror movies because people are, because people are ready to watch them yeah. uh, because they're far enough away from, from, Chris, from Halloween. Mm-hmm. They're too tired of Christmas. They don't want yep. to feel good movies anymore. So like when you look at the lineup for like first three days of New Year, got the new Gr- Sam Raimi Grudge Great remake. Movie. Um, you see the Red Band trailer today? Yeah. Was, I know I didn't see the Red Band one yet. That's fucked up. Yeah, man. Um, I'm excited about it. I'll watch it. So, um, so I was like, yeah, this like makes sense. Like, New Year's Eve is like kind of like the new uh, the new area for horror. Uh, better dropping point than like, I mean, you eat your typical Halloween and stuff on, on Halloween, but the rest of the stuff seems to drop in the, right after the New Year. So, um, I agree. It, it's a bananas movie. Um, the fact that the dad was a killer is like, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't think about that. The son's just so fucking creepy. You just can't get around He's it. So like, creepy. I just even have a hard time watching him. It's like it just makes me uncomfortable uh, watching this kid. Uh, he's terrible. But to all your points, like I think it was just a fun movie. Yeah. Kind of wish they had done a sequel to it. 
just because I would have loved to see. But I think it would have been in like very similar to like what we would have seen in like Slumber Party Massacre too, where it's like <laughs> uh, same title but totally unrelated. Um, well, the thing is, but they said yeah. it perfectly. The yeah. son, you see, the son kills that dude that looks like uh, uh, Gallagher at yeah. the end, and like he's all like driving. Yeah, dude, this yeah. fucking movie's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Number two, so James. My number two is a movie. Uh, first off, let me. I'm going to pause on this. You, when you're talking about, like, New Year's Eve. Instagram has done a lot for the world, for my world specifically, especially as, like, being a graphic artist and stuff, illustrated. It's been very helpful. But one thing it really did show me is what a basic bitch I am when it comes to, like, some of these things. Because I'm like, oh, it's New Year's Day. I'm going to watch fucking New Year's Evil. I get it. Which, I mean, you know, if you have rational thought, you know you're not the first person to think of that. But then I go on my Instagram, and, like, all of my, like, my whole group of like social media horror community friends they're all doing the same thing i'm like oh, now you've ruined this movie for me. now i'm gonna oh watch my it. god i'm gonna watch the shit on february first instead just, just because everyone just because you don't want to be like you are legitimately the, the definition of a hipster kind of you and are a horror hipster I'm saying, it's like, you are a horror like, hipster. A basic bitch horror hipster <laughs> himself james dean that's Love your new intro baby oh my god baby. Look, man. Mm, exactly. Look. Basic biatch. I'm basic just saying, you know what I mean? want to be like everybody else. Anyways. <laughs> but, um, the basic bitch horror hipster himself. <clears throat> number it, two. Anyways. But so, my number two is uh, P2. Hey. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. P2. P2. Yeah, all right. That's like, I literally just, I have thoughts on that. Go ahead. So, um, you know, very. it takes place on Christmas Eve. The whole thing is she's trying to get to her family. She's overworked. Her family's riding her ass. Like, she just she doesn't want to go, but, like, she feels pressure to go. Everything, like, her boss is being a dickhead. So she's like, look, I just fucking need to get here. And through a series of coincidences, she gets trapped in this parking structure with the craziest parking attendant of all time. Who is, is it West Bentley? West Bentley. Which he's hard. He's so good looking and, like, he's hard to... For me, he's like, hey, you're too good-looking to be this psychotic. Like, can't you just get ladies on your own? I know. Like, you don't need to do this, Wes Bentley. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not like you're fucking Clint Howard. Like, <laughs> He would have been a better one. Yeah, he would have. Uh, but he said he's <laughs> the ice cream man. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, like, I remember being like, again, I have this weird thing. Like, if anybody's trapped in something like a location yeah. we all know, and we've all been... In parking Park structures. structures. And you yeah. don't think, like, oh, this is hard to get out of. Like, no, those things are fortified. They are built to be... In fact, my uh, older brother once actually did get tra- trapped inside of a parking structure, and it was a nightmare. Because um, they get locked in. I mean, they're like, you think, like, oh, I can get out. No, they're fortified. And, like, um, the whole, like, cat and mouse... This whole thing is about cat and mouse. And there's some really, like, crazy violence that happens. Some real, like, cringy, like, violence and stuff. Um, but I remember, like, I put it on as a fucking goof. Like, I think I watched it for the first time last last year. I just put on, like, I'm going to draw. Let me just put something on. And I remember being like, oh, this is way better than I thought yeah. it was going to be. And um, the actress is really likable. I like that she's a very, like, you know, she's, like, a pretty enough lady. But she seems like a normal person. She doesn't seem like, um, you know, like Margot Robbie. And, like, no, she's just this young girl, this poor beleaguered, overworked, young, like, professional woman, and uh, she gets stuck with the creepiest, psychotic, uh, uh, and the whole thing, the, the, the one thing that it does continually is it keeps kind of, you think she's going to get away, or you think this is it, and then it, like, nope, and it's going to come back, and, but it was good, I really liked it, it was one of those movies that, like, um, once I saw it, I was like, I might add this to my, like, my 
horror, my holiday horror rotation now. Nice. Nice. Legitimate. Uh, Yeah, what I was going to say is that is also another movie that most people don't normally associate with the holidays. And it's, I mean, Um, the whole plot is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with you about Wes Bentley. Fun story, but, well, not, I don't want to say fun story, but good for (laughs) him. Um, So I read an article about him that apparently he was a very hardcore, like, heroin addict and, like, almost ended his career. And, like, so. I wonder what happened to him. he like left for a long period of time in Hollywood and like came back, um, I think like right around the time before like Heath Ledger's passing um, and like started picking up roles again in like some of these smaller roles. Um, and this just happened to be one of the movies that I think he picked up um, kind of on his resurgence um, back in, back into Hollywood. So like good, good for him, but mm-hmm. you're right. He's a good looking dude. So, it's hard for me to imagine, like, how creepy... It's like when seeing Cillian Murphy play a crazy person, you're like, I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you look at, I mean, supposedly, like, people said Ted Bundy was good-looking, but when I look at him now, I'm like, that dude, I don't get it, but, you know... No, you're fugly. Yeah, but to each their own, but, but yeah, you, it's, like, you know, especially, like, this kind of... It's one thing to just be a maniac, like a sadist, but this dude was, like, a Lonely Hearts Club guy, like, he's yeah. just like, I just want to get a lady friend, but... It's like, dude, just literally walk outside. You pussy will fall on you. So, <laughs> it's been in two thousand seven. Maybe it just wasn't Tinder wasn't around as much then. Oh yeah, he could he could have waited ten years and been swiping life or swiping right. Maybe, uh, maybe the world will never know. Never, never will know. Well, um, here it comes. Number one. Yeah, <laughs> it's Black Christmas. I'm just gonna say it right there. I do. Um, I, I just feel like I had to put it on there, and if I had to pick from. You know, things like Black Christmas or um, Silent Night, Deadly Night, things like that. I, I would pick Black Christmas, the original. Yeah, um, absolutely. Also, in kind of in honor of the, the upcoming, uh, not at all related, Black Christmas movie coming out this weekend, which I'm going to watch and we're, we'll talk about next week. Um, it's on my list. That and Jumanji. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, I like that, that I, Jumanji I, movie. I like, I like the Jumanji movie. And this one's got to... Uh, 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 yeah, uh... It's got uh, Frank Reynolds. Yeah, Frank, Ren- it's got, uh, Frank Reynolds and, and, uh, and, and Mur- Murtaugh. Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, so I'm pretty shit, excited so about it. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I think Black Christmas is it's just really thoroughly creepy. Even if, you ever, the- even if you ever watched the original, like, just the trailer for it, it it's it's just creepy. It's the stranger in the house. Um, there's some pretty unique kills in there. I, I always cringe at the idea of, like, Plastic bag suffocation. Yeah. Anyways, it just is the one thing that thoroughly, like, even when I see the movie, it just makes me, like, almost, like, gasp for air, air yeah. myself. Um, and there's plenty of that in this movie. And, um, you know. The visuals. Karen so- Allen in her, in her unicorn death scene. Yeah. Um, crystal unicorn. Crystal unicorn. crystal? Uni- is that what it is? Yeah, like, crystal unicorn. Crystal yeah. Um, it's just a really great holiday horror movie that is, to my opinion, is... Yet to be replicated. Yeah, I mean, it is um, literally the best. Yeah. It's this, I would, I, I don't know if I said this when we talked about it before, but it's that kind of like, it's the kind of holiday movie, I don't, it doesn't need to be the holidays for me to watch. Yeah. Like, it could be June 2nd, and if I see it now, I'm like, I'm going to watch some Black Christmas. Yeah. Like, it, the, it's such a good movie. And I, I really, like, when I thought about it, I'm like, yes, like, I know we talked about this. I know, we know it's a good movie. But I just like to be a true holiday list. Mm. Like I put a bunch of other stuff on there. But to your point, there's a lot of shit movies that are out there. But like, I, I would people I feel love right like Kramp, Krampus and stuff. I do not like. I'm yeah. not a fan of like. Yeah. Um, I I will I will play them if people ask. Um, but yeah, it's it's a phenomenal. Yeah. It's like 
you know, and yeah. I, I, I know a lot of people actually like the 2006. I don't, I don't dislike it. I just yeah. feel like I did not want to know, just like any movie, I feel like remakes nowadays, way too much backstory. I agree, 1,000%. That this I, was... I don't give a shit about, and it makes it far less scary yeah. when I know, like, the tragic backstory of, like, Billy and all the things he did. <laughs> I mean, like, there's some creepy scenes of, like, him making cookies out of human skin and stuff, but, like, I could not just agree the, the weirdest, agree. yeah. We too much. Totally lost, yeah, totally lost me there. So, uh, but yeah, Black Christmas, that's that's my number one. Good. So. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Last but not least. So my number one, and again, this is, if I had a number one, it probably would have been Christmas yeah. Evil or New Year's Evil. But, um, so my number one is the movie Dead End, which is, it's, it, it takes place on Christmas Eve. That's the whole thing. It's like the family is going to travel. Um, but it, uh, one range reason I love it is I love fucking love Ray Weiss. I will watch anything with that guy in it. Um, have you ever seen this though? I have not. I'm just looking it up literally right now. So it's one thing that really fucks with me is like where you're basically help. So premise of this movie: family is going on their. Uh, I don't even honestly remember where they're tra- they're trying to go somewhere for the holidays together as a family. Connecticut. But it's like the teenage brother who's the most annoying film character fucking ever in any movie ever i've never hated a character more than this his dialogue is fucking insufferable he, he looks like just looking at it right now he looks like he's a poor man's justin long dude he's oh which is uh, that's you so know, sad you say that uh, but that little boy from the first purge movie yeah hated him probably the worst character of all time no, i, I mean, thought you were gonna say the there's kid, no, kid from the babadook i was gonna say <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the, the most babadook but he's too. supposed to be though yeah that's he's, he's the most effective form of birth control yeah. ever dude it's like it's unbearable but um, it's supposed to be anyways he's just as a no i mean all the dialogue written for this kid is awful um he's just so fucking unlikable but you have his his older sister who's like the most she's the sad, like the most sad little waif chick who She's dating this guy, and he's a. Or I think he's actually gets her fiance, and he's a piece of shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, the whole thing is this family is they're going down this road, this military or this uh, this is road that's not on the map, and basically if they're like it's almost like a weird version of like Groundhog Day where they're just caught like this road never ends, and they keep passing like the same structures, and they it's really it's a bizarre movie. They, they meet this it doesn't even really make sense. Like they pass this fire station. Or this ranger, park ranger station. And then as we pass it, they <coughs> come across this lady on white and she's got, like, carrying a baby. And they make the fucking daughter get out of the car to walk back to the ranger station uh, while they try to f- find help. I don't... It doesn't... That's, that sounds smart. But anyways, so what ends up happening is as they're further on this trip, like, they all start, like, people start losing their minds... They start turning on each other, and then people on the trip start dying in really crazy, horrific ways. Um, and, you know, um, there's a crazy scene where Ray... And they're like, they feel like they're trapped. Like, they, they can't get off this road. There's no ending to this road. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's this really crazy scene where Ray Weiss kind of... He's... It's him and his daughter, Marion, are like the last... Well, I think the mom is... Di- anyways... But, like, where he starts, like, attacking his daughter when he's driving, he's, like, he's lost his mind. And it really fucking unnerved me. Like, because Ray Weiss is, like... Yeah, he's... he's a, when he loses it, he loses he, it. He's, like, really good at be playing yeah. crazy or whatever. Um, but I remember, like, being, like, oh, this is fucking really creepy. And there's something about that premise of, like, one, like, you can't, like, you can't get out. Like, it's, like, you're... There's no escape. Right. So you're on this journey. 
and then also people lo gradually losing their mind and turning on each other. I just thought it was really effective. Um, it's, got, it's become a, a cult classic. Like, a lot of people love it. Um, but not it's not like a super well-known movie. Okay. But um, there are, like I said, the, 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 the brother is the got to be one of the most... And he's supposed to be annoying. He's the annoying... First of all, he's, I think he's supposed to be 15 and the kid playing him looks like he's 35. But yeah. he's got the most douchey early thousands, like like rap rave guy outfit. There's even a Marilyn... Oh, God, they're like, Marilyn... Hey, son, uh, uh, I can't seem to find your Marilyn Bronson CD. Uh, Marilyn <laughs> Manson. Oh, my God. Her last name is Manson. It's a guy named Marilyn. Uh, so oh. fucking bad, uh, but... Oh, yeah, he's he looks douchey as hell. Oh, he's the most douchey. Um, but it's it's definitely got... You know, it's, it's not a perfect movie, but the concept is, is really interesting. Um... Again, to me, it's like really effective in the fact that like you start to feel like there's no hope and stuff, and it's got a really kind of cool like little twist—not a twist ending, but a cool little ending that like sort of makes you. Because at one point you go, "Oh, it was," uh, and I won't ruin it for you, but yeah, it's. I will say, f just funny enough, just as a side note, mm -hmm. um, to finish it up, I said he looks like the poor man's Justin Long. Mm -hmm. um, he actually has a miscellaneous role in uh, "Drag Me to Hell." Oh, there you go. So I'm like. Justin Long from afar. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Justin Long's brother. I, I, will def I will definitely check this out, though. Um, we'll talk about it next week because um, it looks good. Like so, But I've just, I've seen it, but I've never seen it. That, like, I would like, see it all the time on Netflix because it's got like the, yeah. and there's this whole thing like, so the, the, they're being followed. I didn't even mention this, but they're being followed by this hearse. And when they see the hearse, they, somebody's going to die. But they don't, like, it's, you never see who's driving it. Yeah. And, um, but it's basically like when you see the hearse, it's like, oh shit, something bad's gonna happen. But the the cover of the on Netflix it would always be the back of the hearse when it's a dead end, and I'd always be like, what the fuck is that? And again, I just turned it on one day. I was like, oh, I'll watch this fucking thing. <laughs> and I remember being like, being you know, three quarters away, being genuinely kind of like, Ugh, like creeped out and like yeah. into the story. So it's interesting. Oh. So, oh. What almost made my list? That I do want to talk yeah. about this movie real yeah. quick. Okay. Um, there's this movie called Good Tidings. Good Tidings. Good Tidings. It came out, I think, 2014, 2015-ish, okay. I think. I think that's when I probably saw it. Uh, 2016. Just a few years old. But um, it's really low budget. Like, really low budget. All the actors are non-actors. But it's basically these, these three lunatics escape from the asylum. And they don't really explain it too well, but... What ends up happening is they go to this homeless shelter. They like, are creepy fucking looking Santas. Yeah. And they go, they basically trap all these homeless people in this, like, this old uh, uh, courthouse has been turned into, like, a homeless shelter for the holidays. And they basically lock them all in and just start picking off these homeless people. Hmm. Um, and it's like, it was, it's one of those movies, it's, it's, I don't think it's good enough to have been, like, on my list, per se. But I think it's one of those movies that, like, stop. Oh, I'm, I thought we were actually over. <laughs> I was like taking it off. I was like, we're done with this. But uh, yeah, it's one of those movies that, like, when I saw it, I, I rented it literally just because of the cover. Because I was like, oh, that looks, they look creepy enough, like little creepy Santa Clauses or whatever. But I was like, watch it. I was like, oh, this is, first off, the whole thing of like killing off homeless people is actually really effective. Because your heart is already, like, like yeah. they're all bad actors, but you feel, they genuinely feel sympathy for these, like, homeless people during the holidays, and they're all, like, cold and, like, the last thing they need is three psychos like <laughs> trying to kill them, traumatizing them, and trying to kill them. So, but definitely when it was like, oh, it was kind of right. not a great movie. There's like I said, there's a lot of giant plot holes that they don't explain. 
But so, so I have a trailer that I want you guys to watch, talk about next week, and I have a subject for next week All as right. well. Oh, perfect. That's exactly One, what I was um, We've had this conversation before about the creator of Bone Tomahawk and um, Assault on Cell Block C, right? Yeah. Um, or, yeah. Or Cell Block uh, uh, Brawl in Cell Block. Cell Block 9 or something like that. Whatever. Yeah, with Vince Vaughn. Yeah. He has a new movie coming out called VFW. Yeah. Have you seen the preview? Set? I have not. I, I, okay. I've heard all about it. All right. So the preview just came out today. That, Check it out. I want. I want to get your thoughts on it because we've had that conversation about the underlying tones in his other movies. Yeah, it's um, the political so just curious. Yeah. Um, the other thing is we mentioned a while back about how there's a lot to unpack about creepy dolls mm-hmm. and mythology, and I would love to get into that. Sure, cool. let's do it. Um, so no list, just uh, yeah. It's good our round table. It's our yeah. round table next week. Well, I mean, we can definitely bring up movies. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, we can talk about movies we yeah. watch. I'm going to watch that movie you, you just mentioned, Dead End, yeah. and then Black um, Christmas. Yeah, and Black Christmas. I'll give you my Black Christmas recap as well, and let you know if it ties anything into the original movie. But um, yeah, I was thinking about it the other day, and I was just thinking about creepy dolls, and we were actually, well, I was talking to some of our visitors today that are that are in town. We were talking about the uh, Warren Museum and the Annabelle doll and. How Where creepy. is that? Is it, uh, it is in Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's thoroughly creepy. I've been there one time, and that is one time enough oh, for yeah, me. Um, but very, very creepy. We were kind of talking about haunted collectibles and things like that, and I was like, you know what? We need to, we need to talk about haunted. We need to be talking about dolls. Let's do it. I love this, uh, this, uh, some of my favorite movies are about killing dolls. So and yeah, and unhorror related. I, I got to tell you, it just been you know watching y'all talk, listening to you talk. I just noticed something. What? Has anyone ever told you, you look like a celebrity? A particular one? Oh, God, yes, a few. W- what's the one? You're like, God, not this again. I want to see. If you say the first one, I'll, I'll say if it was right or not. I mean, the one I get most commonly, but I don't, I don't get it as these days, because but was Stephen King. Okay, I don't get to see. I didn't get Stephen King. Yeah, I show you pictures, which uh, for a long time I was like, no, and then I did see he's, a picture of myself. He's like, and I look like Jared Uvera. He's so. like Joe Hill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's another one? I don't know. I've been told a lot. Oh, okay. Who? I was going to say David Cross, the comedian. <laughs> I can see that right now, like a really, like a big, like I ate David Cross. I Googled it. I was like, it looks just like. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is, somebody once told me I look like Allen Ginsberg and oh. David Cross, which is, God, is that not a compliment? Um, I have a full head of hair. Thank you. Uh, which, but, but then David Cross played. Like Alan Ginsberg in that. I was gonna uh, say Bob that Dylan too. Movie. If you do want a compliment, you should wear your hat less. You have really nice hair. I do have really nice hair. Thank you. You should just wear your hat less because you wear your hat all the time. I know that's but, the thing is I don't even. I only. I'm gonna actually gonna get a haircut for Thursday, but I took it off when I didn't wear it when uh, Brandon was here. And people were like, like, no, I'm not bald. I don't wear a hat because I'm bald. People, I have a hair. I have a lot <laughs> He's of like hair. wearing hats. I got a lot of hats. I know. I just. You know, but that being said, yeah, right. I, I just wanted to go yeah. <laughs> to give that. A My twin brother literally gets people. He used to get Robert Downey Jr. He still gets Robert Downey Jr. But he would get, like, the most complimentary. My twin brother would get complimentary Your people. Your mirror twin brother. Yeah, he would be, like, uh, oh, fucking identical. Like Johnny Depp, Robert Downey Jr. And I get, I've gotten <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. I've gotten, somebody did say, though, this girl on the floor said, you look, I look like a Harper from Stranger Things. And I was like, it's hey, a beer. Harper, that's I'll not take bad. that one. I'll take that one. Yeah. Buddy, I just got called a, a fucking Confederate soldier tonight because yeah. of my beard. So, man, I, 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 you know, there's yeah. Thor, there's Canelo, <laughs> there's a lot of them, sir. That's I'm Canelo, just saying, the boxer. That's yeah. 
I don't see that. I, well, because Canelo doesn't have uh, facial yeah. hair. Well, sh- I'll, sh- I'll Google yeah. it after that. Is it the eyes? Or Dragon. It could be the eyes. Is it I, the anyway, eyes? I think it might be the eyes. Uh, in the complexion, to, in definitely in the facial structure. Anyway, yeah. that being said, thank <laughs> you so much for listening to our horror yeah, podcast. Exactly, yeah. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify, iTunes, and on YouTube. Uh, we appreciate all your support. We and want to thank you again to uh, Baked by Blair underscore and on Instagram. Thanks, Blair. Thanks, Blair. And we will see you next week. Oh, check out Golden Commando. Yeah. And in a stable of studs, sauce. Uh, yeah, check that one out too. Thanks for listening, guys. See you all next time.